I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. I love when this happens, when the readings for the day completely correspond with the reading that would have been the ideal reading for the feast day. This is probably the reading that you would have chosen to have accompany the Feast of St. Therese, and it just happened to appear this Saturday morning. So beautiful, so perfect. We heard in the collect of this feast day that we would grow trustingly in the little way of St. Therese. Most Catholics, if they're somewhat familiar with St. Therese, if we were to ask them, what is the little way of St. Therese? Generally speaking, if they know a little bit, they will probably say to do little things with great love. That is good, that is important, that's a part of the little way, but it's not the little way. The little way of St. Therese is to recognize what I'm being called to do as a Christian, as a beloved son and daughter, is beyond my capacity to do. And rather than being discouraged about that or trying to make it happen myself and make it hurt, make my spirituality hurt so I can know that I'm doing it well, St. Therese says, Lord, if this is what you're calling me to do, you have to do it in me. I give you permission and I allow you to accomplish in me what you desire of me and in me. This is so very liberating. In our spiritual life, it's so easily to apply the mentality of the world, which is work harder, try harder, pray harder, pray more. And Therese says, I'm too weak. I can't be like those great saints of the past. I have to let Jesus do more for me. And I trust that he actually wants to do it. That's the whole message of Christianity, which is why the popes have said, she has rediscovered the heart of our faith, which is God comes down to us and empowers us to do what is humanly impossible. Quit striving. Quit trying to figure it out. Let him do what he wants to do in you. Let him do in us what he wants to do for us and in us. Isn't that so liberating? We beat ourselves up, especially if we're really committed to the Lord and we want to really have a fervent spiritual life. It's so easy to beat ourselves up and to be so hard on ourselves, especially as we battle against temptation and habitual sin to keep coming back and back to the Lord's mercy. If there is a book that I would like for all of well, really everyone, but especially our parish to pray with and to reflect with, and I've said it before, it's I Believe in Love. The book is called I Believe in Love, and it's by a priest, Father Jean de I don't know how to pronounce it, nor is spelling it super easy, but it was, it came out about, it was from a retreat that a French priest did about 50 years ago, and he just summarizes the little way of St. Therese and how it is the heart of the gospel. How might we know that we are living in this disposition of trust that God wants to accomplish everything that he's asking of us? How would we know? First and foremost, of course, the fruits of the Holy Spirit. 
if we really trust in the Holy Spirit who is love, if we have that love in our heart, the fruits of the Holy Spirit are manifest. I'm going to give you a little list that I've been using to guide my own life. These are the, these are the, what we could call the thermometer of how deeply we are living in trust. If you remember half of these, I think you'll be doing really well in this game of memory, but I want to just go through and share the things that I have found. I want these in my life because if I have these, that means I have underneath of them trust. And if I have trust, I get everything. If I have trust, I get everything in our faith. The first is praise and thanksgiving. Jesus rejoices in the Holy Spirit. If we are in that constant disposition of praising and thanking God, even and especially in hard moments, that's an act of trust, to praise and thank God when things aren't going well. This attitude of surrender, which is why I promote the novena of surrender so much. Jesus, I can't do this. I'm anxious about this. Jesus, I give it to you, and I let you take care of it. Of course, I continue to show up and I do my best, but that is after I've already surrendered it in advance. Jesus, I surrender this to you. Jesus, I surrender that person to you. Jesus, I surrender that situation to you. The third is obedience. This takes a great act of trust to believe that our legitimate superiors and those with authority over us by following what they ask, even if we don't necessarily agree with it, even if we don't see how this could be good for us, by just being obedient to what is asked of us, that is an act of trust, knowing that God is going to work through our legitimate authorities. And for those of you that are married, spouses, you have authority over each other. And so if you are docile to the desires of the other, you are also being docile to what God is asking of you to do. One of the harder intangible things of the spiritual life, but it's really the shortcut to holiness, are those interior inspirations of the Holy Spirit. God is always speaking to us. He's always inviting us to something. And the more we are obedient in saying yes to those things, the quicker we receive this union with Jesus. Obedience. Generosity. I come from an abundance mentality. God is giving me everything. Everything is available to me so I can be radically generous to other people because I'm not going to lack for anything. That's an act of trust that God is going to provide for me and that he is showering me with more than I can possibly give to others. I will never go lacking. To be slow and attentive as we go throughout our day. In our culture that says being busy is a virtue, it's not. It's actually an obstacle to love. It's an obstacle to really living. To go more slowly and intentionally. To be able to notice all the ways that God is loving us every moment. To literally move more slowly. This is a sign of trust. Because we don't have to do it ourselves. Another symptom, if we want to call it that, of living this little way is big asks big asks and asking for miracles because God wants to do them. The more we ask bigger of God, the bigger compliment we pay to him, and again, underneath of that is a disposition of trust. I believe God can give more, so that's why I'm asking for more, and he wants to give more. And then finally, another fruit of the Holy Spirit and a sign that we are living this little way is joy. 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 Because 
I trust that God loves me. That's what it comes down to. I trust that God loves me as I am. And I can rest in that. And I can rejoice in that. Jesus, you show us the way to the Father. Jesus, we thank you for this amazing doctor of the church who showed us this simple and little way to you, which is not trying harder, but allowing you to do more and trusting that you want to do more for us. Jesus, as we receive you in this Eucharist, accomplish in us everything that we think we have to do, everything that we think we have to fix, everything that we think we have to figure out. Jesus, we want you and we believe in you. We trust in you that you want to do these things. And Jesus, we give you permission. We ask this through the intercession of St. Therese and through the Immaculate Heart of Mary. In Jesus' name, amen.